0: Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Donbeck, and this is Sports In-Depth. What's up, Sports In-Depth fans? How's everyone doing? The Atlanta Hawks head to the Eastern Conference Finals. After Game 7 win in the city of Philadelphia, they stun the Sixers. Trey Young doing what he does best, making those around him better. Trey, whether you like it or not, you gotta appreciate greatness at a young age. Only 21 points in the ballgame, but 10 assists. Ability to put it on the deck and make a move. Throw up lobs to Capella. John Collins able to swing it around the perimeter. Kevin Herter, the kid out of University of Maryland, absolutely balled out with 27 points. It was big time. And what Gallo does off the bench, also phenomenal. 17 points for him. Lou Will, Solomon Hill, they all contribute. That's what's good about the Atlanta Hawks. They're young. They know they gotta work harder than one another. They know they have to lead as a team instead of all listen to one individual because they are all learning on the fly. Big time for Trey Young at the age of 22. And a special moment, Trey was able to rip off his jersey at the end and throw it towards his dad in the stands. Huge, huge to have your dad there on Father's Day winning on the road. Two back-to-back series where he showed out. Trey Young against the New York Knicks. We know what he did. Send them home in five. And how about this series? Standing tall, hanging in there tight, and beating the Philadelphia 76ers. A lot to be said here, folks. And I'm going to get fully into it. I'm going to go to the Philly side. Joel Embiid showed heart, showed hustle. I am very proud of this young man. Joel Embiid played with a torn meniscus, folks, and gave the city everything he could. He was 50% from the field in Game 7 with 31 points. A lot to be said there. Seth Curry had a good series as well. Tobias Harris had a good series as well. But Ben Simmons, Stephen A, said this morning that he must go. I agree, too. Ben Simmons cannot be in the city of Philadelphia any longer, and I'll explain a few reasons why. The fans are not on board with him. His coach, Doc Rivers, is not on board with him, and his teammates are not on board with him either. We know Ben can defend. We know Ben can assist. We know Ben can rebound. But in this league, and I may repeat, in this league, All point guards must be an offensive threat. He is around the rim and he's still passing it up. If you don't have confidence to score layups, dunks, we can't help you. And his free throw struggles continue. That played a big factor in this series. And of course, his inability to shoot anywhere on the floor. He's at the top of the key and his defender is guarding him in the paint, giving him that much room. He's a liability offensively. We know he's good at the defensive end. But for Philly to get over this hump, they must get a scoring point guard. We see around the league, guys like Trey Young, guys like Steph Curry, this is what works. A defensive guy like Ben Simmons, it does work if he was able to have confidence around the rim. I'm not asking him to knock down the three ball. I'm asking him to take open layups. Even contested layups try to make a move towards the cup. You don't want to not be an offensive threat. And Ben Simmons, I think your term is coming to an end. Great points Stephen A. made this morning. I agree with a whole lot of them. Now the Atlanta Hawks move on, and there's a lot to be said here. They now play the Milwaukee Bucks, where I'll jump into Milwaukee's Game 7 right now. The Milwaukee Bucks beat the Brooklyn Nets in overtime Saturday night, 115-111. to And a round of applause to Giannis and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant played 53 minutes in this ballgame, and Giannis played 50. Two faces of this league, two guys that can basically do everything. Giannis, 40 points, 13 boards, 5 assists in this ballgame. 15 for 24 from the field. And Kevin Durant, 48 in the ballgame, 17 for 36. For Kevin Durant to be doing this off an Achilles injury, God almighty. Talk about changing the game. Talk about coming back. Not in his youth. He's in his 30s. And being able to score at an all-time level. Sent the game to overtime with a big-time shot over a contested defender, folks. Um, His size 18 shoe did not help him in this case. His toe was on the tape. If it was just a hair behind that, he would have been sending the Milwaukee Bucks home and Brooklyn would have won by one. Instead, it went to OT and Milwaukee finished them off. I'll tell you, it was hard to see Kyrie Irving having to watch this game on the sideline. And James Harden, he was basically playing on one leg, folks. Brooklyn did all they could. And the Milwaukee Bucks, I'm very proud of them for getting over this hump and reaching an Eastern Conference Final. Giannis is not someone in the offseason who waved the white flag and said, get me out of here because we can't get it done. He got in a gym. He worked with his teammates. He believed in Chris Middleton, knowing that Chris is a number two in this league. Big time, and Drew Holiday, what he brings defensively, along with P.J. Tucker, both playing phenomenal defense in this series, folks. Something to be said here, and what was cool about this weekend, we saw two Game 7s, and both were won by the road team. Heart and grit goes into that, folks, and I'm very excited for the series to come. I want it to rewind to Friday. The Clippers closed out the Utah Jazz to advance to the Western Conference Finals. And Terrence Mann, the kid out of Florida State, had the game of his life in Game 6, folks. He had 39. He was 15 for 21 from the field. Donovan Mitchell, 39 as well on the other side of the ball. But the Clippers were able to do this without Kawhi Leonard. And the team really showed out. Paul George with 28. Reggie Jackson with 27. Terrence Mann with 39. Batum with 16. That's how you ball, folks. And the Utah Jazz. Donovan Mitchell said this loss is really going to eat at him. He's going to come back next year on fire. I promise you that. Donovan Mitchell's a great player. He was banged up in this series. Mike Conley was banged up in this series. Rudy Gobert had to be better in this series, and he did not rise to the occasion. So the Clippers, they did this without Kawhi. They now play the Phoenix Suns, where we saw game one already. Suns won by six. All I have to say here is wet like I'm booked. Devin Booker had 40 points, 13 boards, and 11 assists in the outing in Game 1, all without Chris Paul. I was listening to Stephen A. I agreed with my brother once again. He said Devin Booker is the next Kobe Bryant. I agree. Devin has that fire. He has that mama mentality. He has that ability offensively to get to his spots and knock it down anywhere on the floor very Kobe-like. And defensively, he's getting better. If he picks it up a little more defensively, he really is Kobe Bryant. So Devin is young. Devin is gifted. He's scoring on and off the floor with his girlfriend being Kendall Jenner. Man, that dude is special. And I'm excited for a long series here. I'm excited for a series filled with offense filled with high-scoring games, filled with those contributing off the bench as well. It's going to be wonderful, just wonderful. And the Atlanta Hawks, going back to the east side, we know they have a tall task going against Giannis and company. Uh, Trey Young must have 30 plus a night. Herter, John Collins, Capella. These guys have to help him out. Giannis is a force. Chris Middleton is a force. Drew Holiday's a force. Lopez could protect that rim. Hopefully you don't shoot too many threes. But for real, guys, Chuck has a sweep here for Milwaukee. I don't. I have the Bucks in six. I have Atlanta being able to compete, especially being the hot team right now. Also, something that Shaq and Chuck and Kenny were talking about yesterday. Three out of the four teams left have African American coaches. That is a step in the right direction. We want more black coaches in our league, and we are getting to that point. We are seeing that they are succeeding, and we hope more to come. I think it's huge what we are seeing here. I say this for a couple reasons, folks, and I'm really going to get into it. Talking a little bit about the teams left, as I mentioned. Out of the remaining teams, folks... The last championship won for the Phoenix Suns, never. LA Clippers, never. Atlanta Hawks, 1958. Milwaukee Bucks, 1971. It's been a long, long time, folks. And this is now a wide open field. I know most people are taking Milwaukee, but the Hawks are red hot. And on the west side, you never know, because... Devin can show out, but Paul George can respond in game two and show out. Rewinding a little bit, guys, Joel Embiid giving Philly everything he had on a torn meniscus, and Doc Rivers, in his post-game interview, was not confident talking about Ben Simmons, saying he did not know the answer to if Ben Simmons could be a point guard on a championship team, and I agree with Doc. Now, with Ben seeing that interview, he might be like, damn, my era in Philadelphia is coming to a close. I think it is, Ben. I really do. You gotta pair Joel Embiid with someone better. You are great defensively, as I mentioned earlier in our show here today, but you must be an offensive threat in today's league. Guys are too good, and uh, ability to score must be at an all-time high. To wrap up here today, just talking a little bit about John Rom. So happy for him winning the u.s open just awesome his putts on hole 17 and 18 were just wonderful on father's day he is a new dad now with a newborn and i'm just really really happy for him to cap off his first major here at torrey pines and just responding responding to a few weeks back getting covid not being able to finish a tournament and john rom just he believes in karma. He believes that good things happen to good people, and if you put the work in, you will see excellence. And he showed up in the clutch. Louis Ustazen came in second, but John Rahm took the lead going into the clubhouse, and pressure was on Louis. We know U.S. Open golf courses are tough. We know John Rom had to bring his A game on that back nine on Sunday, and something to be said about his performance. All the game's greats were congratulating him. Well deserved. He is a guy that is good for golf. Someone who pumps up a crowd. Someone who puts the work in and is able to see the result. I love it, folks. Golf is in a great place with John Rom and all these guys who show up. Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth. They were all in the conversation come Sunday. Yes, people dipped, but that's going to happen on Sunday at the U.S. Open. Golf's biggest stage, most difficult stage, and uh, it was really a pleasure seeing John Rom cap this off. I was pumped. I always wanted to see him win a major. He's got the skill set to do so. He's got the consistent game to do so, and NBA's going to be in really good hands switching back over. This week to come, congratulations to the Atlanta Hawks winning two playoff series this year. Quavo and Migos are very happy. Quavo's handshake with Trey Young is close to perfection. I like it. I like what I see out of that young group. I like what I see with Devin Booker. I like the fight that the city of Philadelphia and Joel Embiid brought. I like what the Brooklyn Nets did and Kevin Durant trying to carry them on his back. It was just awesome. Tight games this past week. It was a pleasure talking with you guys about them today. Lastly, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, especially mine. My pops is one of the best to ever do it, and I appreciate him for everything that he does. Y'all have a wonderful week. More NBA next week. The title of this episode, Game 7. The two best words in sports. J d out